This program is brought to you by Stanford University. Brought it up in conversation originally a year or two ago, saying, hey, it's 20 years, we should do something. And then ever since I've said that, I've sort of had second thoughts, maybe think it was a bad idea. <laughs> um, but basically, it's an excuse to celebrate music, to celebra celebrate that we survived, play with old colleagues, Barry and, and uh, Marina. Um, but, you know, I think it's, a, in a way, uh, it's, a thank it's a way to say thank you as well, because so much of what we've been able to do has, uh, luck is important, but incredible help along the way from the very beginning on so many levels from so many people. So to go back to Canada, for instance, to say thank you to a lot of people there, um, you know, just to celebrate and say thank you to the Emerson Quartet when they're in town for helping us out in the early days. And, um, so that's sort of the, the genesis of it, but it's really a, it's, a, it's a really good excuse to do some cool stuff as well, like commission five new pieces, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you mentioned the John Adams, and, and that's a, a very big one. Uh, we're really happy to have in hand score and parts of the piece. We've done some rehearsing of the piece already. Um, we uh, have worked with John on two occasions already, and we plan to work with him some more uh, so that he can you know, listen to us and, and give us some suggestions as to what he's really looking for in the piece. Uh, he seems very excited about the work. I know he's very excited about it and um, wonderful to work with. It's so inspiring. I mean, John is uh, one of my musical heroes, but he's also a super cool guy, and he's really, he's really into it. He's not, um, he's not detached from the process at all, and he's written a, a piece which is gigantic in scale, um, no peripheral sounds, which I personally am a big fan of. You know, just pure quartet. Of, it's probably close to 30 minutes, even though we haven't sat down and played the whole thing yet. But it's going to be, I think it's great. I mean, I, I think it's going to be really a, a seminal work in his life. And it's, it's, not, it's not like Shaker Loops Adams, you know, if you, you know, that period. It's much more varied, expressive, um, Debussy, Beethoven, Adam. It's, but it's always Adams. I, you know, it's, it's been really inspiring. We only worked with him a couple times. Uh, but it's been really intense, and he's constantly like a little kid in the candy shop. And, oh, let's try that. That oh, that would sound great with this and this. And we change little things, and so to watch him grooving already on his own music and, and making little adjustments, and uh, I think it's going to be really exciting. Unlike Glenn Gould, who believed that the live concert was dead, uh, we think that the live concerts are the way to go 100% of the time. I mean, not to say that recordings aren't wonderful things to have. I, we're, we're you know, highly supportive of recordings and, and we make them ourselves. But there's nothing like the experience of the live concert. Um, the atmosphere, the fact that there are, there are bodies in the hall, people you, creating energy, feeling the energy of the performance. It's a two-way street, so to speak. Um, and, and I think uh, uh, th there's nothing like that spontaneous feeling that comes from the live performance. Uh, that uh, it can't be replicated, in other words, in a recording situation, certainly. Um, and I think uh, the, the, the feeling that, that, from the audience point of view, that as a listener, you are, you're really interacting with the performers and you're maybe even in some way influencing what's happening on stage is, is a unique experience uh, with each performance. And I, and I think that, that uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, that basically means that live performances will always be essential and a necessary part of the uh, whole world of music and, and art in general.
Thank you.